0: Hello, beautiful. You're listening to Fires of Relationship, the first episode, which is about self-mastery. I'm uh, Matilda. This is Coffee with Matilda, A Journey to Self. And...
1: Hello, everyone. I'm Celindran Buller. I'm the host of Uplifting Humans, where we honor, empower, educate, and inspire the listener with real stories and expert advice. And today, Matilda and I uh, kick off our six-part series of Fires of Relationships, and the first one, of course, being self-mastery. As you know, the relationship with yourself is the most important. And why is it so important? It's because you're going to spend the rest of your life with you. So if you haven't figured yourself out, relax, get comfortable. We're having a beautiful conversation today.
0: Exactly. I think self-mastery is very, very important, Um, You know, the, for me, it's very interesting. There are many practices in the world that help people to achieve mastery, for example, in instruments, sports, and perhaps businesses. But one of the least heard and one of the most rewarded one is the uh, self mastery. I think self mastery is to have control over your thoughts, feelings, and action, which is a lifelong practice. Don't you think so?
1: Oh, a hundred percent, absolutely. You know, if you cannot be comfortable in your own skin, and have a you know a self uh, a self uh, concept of who you are. Um, And feel complete by yourself in those moments where nothing is happening. Like, I mean, look at right now, we're blessed with this incredible time. And some of us get to spend it with other people. And some of us get to work on ourselves and understand us, understand ourselves even further, you know, and. You know, you have to admit, Matilda, it's more than just going ahead and going for a beauty makeover or going for a <laughs> spa day or buying something nice for yourself. Because that that's very important. But that's like, you know, gratification, but it's not long-lasting. We're going beyond that when it comes to the self-love.
0: Exactly. I think... um if you really don't learn about loving yourself i don't know if you can love other people so it really starts with you and ends with you and i think when when you master yourself you can become a master of your destiny otherwise you're the victim of your history so it's uh, it's very important if you want to achieve anything in life uh, to become a, to have any sort of Loving relationship with others, friendship or um, partnership with other human beings. I think first comes self love and self mastery. And what do you think? What's what do you think are the first steps for first uh, for self love? You think?
1: Well, I think uh, you know personally. I think self love really is something which. You observe, say, um, at a state of, I mean, you can take this back right to the fetus, you know, when you're in your mother's womb. You know, how loving is your mother? How patient is she with herself? You know, self love isn't just simply a state of feeling good, it's beyond that. It's a state of appreciation for yourself. And from that appreciation, um, what will happen is that you'll have growth in all areas you'll have growth like you said in in your physical psychological spiritual emotional It really is um, it's 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 a dynamic kind of love which is growing through the actions as you mature it 's not something which is static and and is you know well here's here's love and 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 that 's all there is no it's self discovery it's self reflection and like i said i feel that it actually starts from yourself being in the mother mother's womb and how was she what was she going through because all of what she was going through i totally believe and i feel to the core of who i am that that makes a world of difference you know You look at differences between one child and another. I mean, um, I know for, I have three children, and all three children are slightly different. And I know why they're different, because each step that I um, was their mother, I was going through something different. It was a different aspect of my self-love and growth at that time. And of course, that affected each of the children. You know, um, I had plenty of time with my eldest, um, and I was, you know, doing my spiritual practices and, and thank God, you know, I was, I was one of these conscious parents and, and was able to do all that, Mm -hmm. but I can tell you, there's a, a huge difference when I look at where my daughter is and, you know, um, and, and how her mind operates And I was such a busy go, 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 go kind of person. And I see that in her life ever since she's been a child. You know, she is the duplicate of what I was like when I carried her in my womb. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's very, very fascinating because um, I can't say that. Um, that is the way they intended to be. But life was coming at me, and I actually went ahead and I decided um, to do the best that I can. To do the best that I can. I was feeling great. I was full of energy. But I can tell you that I didn't have the amount of time for self care that I should have had, that I should have mm-hmm. had, because I can see that reflecting in my daughter. And she's having, I mean, she's a yoga teacher as well. And um, she it, it takes her effort to step back. It takes her effort to slow down. It takes effort for her to really enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I can tell you, I'm the first person to put my hand up to say, I know why she's like that. And over mm-hmm. the years, yeah, it's, 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 she has matured and she's a beautiful person and she's really, really understanding because I've explained it to her. I said, you, you know, this is what I went through, but I want you to know, I want you to know the most important person, the one that you have to look after the most is yourself. It's yourself.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So, um, you know, a lot of people, they don't even know where to start. I mean, they look at their, I mean, I have some, I meet friends or some human beings that I, uh, when I talk to them, they don't like to be alone. They don't have, they don't like to have alone time. And for me, it's like, if you don't have, if you don't like to be alone with yourself, what makes you think that other people want to be around you? If you cannot be your own friend. If you don't like you, let alone love you. Other people will feel that. And uh, as long as maybe you're benefiting someone, they would want to be around you. And once that uh, element is not there, they don't want to be around you. So how do you think someone that is in that position can find or start practicing self-love? What are the, like, as far as I'm understanding from you, Maybe being in the moment is a good way to start.
1: Well, you know, Matilda, I have actually taken the opportunity to have, you know, seven key concepts that mm-hmm. I think that really work. But even before we get to that, I really honestly think that people really need to understand the first and foremost, first and foremost, you know, there's this new age or modern term that everyone uses. And they talk about, be your authentic self, be your authentic self. You know, what does that mean? What does Mm -hmm. be your authentic self mean? You know, and being your authentic self is really getting to first understand and know yourself by spending time with yourself. From spending time with yourself, then you'll actually have a concept of, first of all, who you are, what your likes and dislikes are, right? Like you said, what are your likes and dislikes? And you have to understand that if you're not being authentic and you're just going ahead and doing it merely to be accepted, not being your authentic self means you're doing it for acceptance. Which means, you know, when you have a lot of people around you, there's many that are just using that relationship. They're using you as a person to Mm -hmm. gain something, right? So that actually shows you that you're not even remotely aware of who you are, what your likes and dislikes are. And you have to get to that place of unconditional self-love. That means you don't have to judge yourself. Be a little bit more compassionate with yourself, Mm. right? And it's a lot easier to recognize when people are giving you less than you deserve, because you're aware of what you do deserve. You know what you like. You know what makes you feel good, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, And let's face it, Matilda, people only treat you the way that, that they see you treat yourself. If you have no, if you have no um, um, real understanding of what you want, well, how would you expect someone else to? If if you have no unconditional love for yourself, uh, and you know you're always doing things to please other people, that, those things are short lived. Those are those things are very very short lived because it's just about that moment in that one moment you just want to feel good or you just want to get through that one moment exactly you
0: wouldn't you wouldn't even know what your boundaries are What, what are your red lights um
1: and and remember that the more you love yourself the more you're able to give to others because you're going to attract those people that are loving because who you are who you are enters a room before you enter the room. So I'm going to repeat that. Who you are as a vibration, as a frequency, enters the room before you do.
0: Ah, that's amazing. <laughs> right? <laughs> you think like that, no? But, but it's very true.
1: So, you know, it's like uh, the, the, the individual who has had a horrible relationship leaves the relationship only to find another horrible relationship why is that happening
0: why imagine.
1: you know and that and then you know the big uh, the next big question i feel is what's your self worth how worthy are you how worthy do you think you are to receive an abundance of love an abundance of joy an abundance of being in the moment with yourself it's it has to start with yourself otherwise you have no concept of what your likes and dislikes are and your gauge isn't there you know exactly
0: you know I'm gonna I'm gonna add something to it as well sometimes when you are in a relationship with someone that they haven't found themselves yet it's actually very dangerous at the moment everything is hunky-dory, and it's beautiful, and it's a pink world. Once, maybe a year later, they kind of discover themselves. They are kind of changing the direction. And you're like, "Um, what happened? They're like, oh, now I don't like certain things because now I'm thinking, I mean, this is not suitable for me. Whereas if you are in a relationship, you start a relationship with someone that they know exactly what they want. They are secure with who they are. They, They know their own truth then it's very easy to navigate and um, create a beautiful relationship around that person because they know what their boundaries are. You know where you're standing with them and how you want to take this relationship forward. It happened to me many times. Yes,
1: yes. yes. And, you know, there's nothing better than having experience be your greatest teacher, right? But that's only if, you're conscious enough if you're awake enough if you're you know aware of what is happening right that Mm -hmm. is because you've already made sure that you know what you want and you make sure that you are the priority because only you are going to be accountable for yourself right exactly I'd like to take it also you know Matilda one step further and that is, you know, in the yoga community, which I, you know, as you know, I'm a Kundalini yoga yeah. teacher, you know, there's, there's a saying that your body is your temple. Your body is your temple. Now, if you were gifted this temple and the real you resides inside this temple, it is your responsibility, your responsibility to look after it the best way that you know how Mm -hmm. people forget that people think that they're going to use and abuse their body because it's their body. They have no concept of, no, no, this body was gifted to you. It is your responsibility to take care of it. And that means that there is a certain level of responsibility, not just internally, but as a whole, as a whole. You know, um, you know you look at some of these relationships that some women are in, you know uh, there's beautiful relationships, and um, you know they, they actually discovered who they were prior to getting into a relationship. They discovered who they were. they look after themselves, they look after their body temple, right
0: uh-huh. now.
1: Who doesn't like anybody who looks after their body temple, right? And that includes, you know, where, where you are in your heart, where you are in your thoughts, where you are physically, where you are, what are you putting into that temple as in food? You have to look after every aspect of it, right? There's, you know, some people are so, so wrapped up, you know, um, wrapped up in being the perfect girlfriend or the perfect wife or the perfect whatever it is that they are and they're trying to keep their partner or their relationship and but they're forgetting about themselves exactly right and so Mm -hmm. I mean in the long run you're looking for something which is going to be turned upside down inside out because you've lost yourself you've basically gone ahead you've compromised who you are what you believe in what you think is is who you are and all of a sudden you've whittled yourself down to being nothing but nothing being a nobody because it's all about that other individual when who's taking care of this temple if i'm so busy who's taking care of this temple right
0: Actually, when we talk, I mean, there were some documentaries that I was watching and um, they were asking why people cheated. Mm -hmm. They realized that their partner wasn't the same person that they got married to. They've lost their motivation for working out, taking care of themselves. And... um, and when you look at it, it's kind of interesting when you don't respect yourself. Actually, in this scenario, you will realize that if anyone cheated, was you cheated yourself first because you didn't take care of yourself. You let yourself down. So other people felt the right to do it as well. But if you take care of your boundaries, you take care of your, your, your truth and who you are as a person. You take care of your values. Other people, I'm not saying in every cheating is different, but most of them won't happen because if anything, you betrayed yourself and other people followed.
1: Well, isn't, isn't that where, isn't that Matilda, where we have those, um, you know, those sayings like, you know, you're married and you're buried, right? like, all of a sudden, you see these beautiful, beautiful individuals who have taken care of their body temples. And they are very good at maintaining upkeeping inside, outside everything. And then all of a sudden, what happens is that life hits them. They become, you know, they're married, they have children, and then all of a sudden, everything just, they let go. Because their mm-hmm. priority is everything outside of themselves. Their priority isn't about themselves. Their priority has shifted. It's changed because they allowed it to change. Right? Um, people will, you know, it goes back to, you know, what I said earlier. People will only treat you the way you treat yourself. Yes. People will only treat you the way you treat yourself. So if you love yourself, if you respect yourself, if you know who you are, what you like, what you don't like, well, you know what, make sure that you don't forget that. And, and I think there's a lot to say, as a female, how we think is a, is very, very different. You know, um, obviously, we're going to be doing a, a you know, a male-female relationship uh, in, in our six-part series, you know, but, um this is the female perspective and I like to think that it's male as well. But you know, I can I can tell you from and I'm sure you can share with your relationship. My husband always says, "I married you for everything that I knew of you and I didn't want you to change. I wanted you to be that way always." Now, let's flip that around. You look at a female Female looks at a man and says, Hmm, there were 10 things that I really wanted in this relationship. I've got eight. That's pretty good. And you know what? I'll work on the other two. I'll help him change. You see, look at the difference between a man and a woman. Man never, never goes into a relationship thinking they're going to change you, but a woman certainly does. A woman will accept something. And their, uh, their innate ability to say, oh, I'll help him, you know, I'll help him change. Well, he doesn't want to change. He is who he is, you see? And that's where, you know, how, uh, you know, we go back to how important is it that you really know who you are? And don't go into a relationship thinking, oh, well, I know what I want, but he doesn't know what he wants. <laughs> that's just the wrong and and that's I think that's what females actually do they go into a relationship I mean if you're sitting there thinking I have 10 you know things on my list and I've got eight I'm going to take him but you know what I'll change I'll help him change the other two Uh, that's a wrong way to go into a relationship
0: exactly I feel we what what I with my podcast I try to do to encourage people to really pay attention to who they are, to discover themselves, to understand what they like, what they don't like, because uh, you're going to waste your life. If you try to copy paste from someone else or try to um, continue someone else's path, because we're all unique. Our needs are different. Once you really understand your needs, what you need to be happy, what you need to be content, then life is easier. Uh, you can dictate, not dictate, but kind of show that you can give them the guidance, how people to treat you, how, so both of you can be happy. Um,
1: yeah, no, that's a, that's a great point that you've brought up. And I think that there's a lot to be said about acting on what you need rather than what you want, you mm-hmm. know? There's a there's a huge difference in what you need and what you want. And so pay attention closely, listeners. Uh, you know, you love yourself when you can turn away from something that feels good and exciting to what you need to stay strong, centered, and moving forward in your life. There's a difference. There's a lot of things you want, but there's certain things you need. And what you need is to stay strong, centered, and moving forward, steady in life, steady in life, by staying focused on what you need and turning away from automatic behaviors or automatic patterns that get you into trouble because you're stuck in the past. What do you want? You usually want something you've always wanted in, in the past. You understand? So there's a growth that happens. That growth happens when you switch from wanting to needing. There's a growth that just automatically happens, right? So I think it's a great opportunity um, also to bring up the fact that, you know, in relationships, it's very, very important to stop doing. And I want to emphasize doing, doing. No, no, you need to start to be. Be with yourself. That means that you actually put away certain things that you're doing and just drop it. That means your cell phone, your computer, your pots, pans, whatever you think is important for you to do right now. Just drop it. Go find yourself a nice place to sit down and bring yourself, bring your awareness into your breath. Become more mindful. You know, people who have more self-love, tend to know what they think, what they feel, and what they want. Okay. They have how control do you...
0: over themselves. No? That's
1: right. That's right. Well, it's not even a control mechanism. It's an awareness. It's mm-hmm. an awareness. So if I'm not feeling too comfortable because of a situation, well, I'm aware of it. Okay, exactly. I don't try to dismiss it. I don't try to judge it. I become aware of it. And so they become mindful and uh, they act on this knowledge and understanding because of their thinking, their feeling, they're tuned into their body. So
0: Very interesting points, Stanija. I'm gonna say some exam one example here, which yes. I think might listen might help the listeners. Sometimes when I ask someone, "How do you feel? What do you feel?" and they said they don't know, and I'm like, uh, "But it's you that you're feeling. I mean, how can you not know what you're feeling?" and it's it automatically uh, makes me understand that this person doesn't even know him or herself because he hasn't had the time to be with himself alone to understand the emotions. And um, so that's why they act sometimes weird or they say or they're kind of, they don't know how they're acting because obviously they don't know themselves. They didn't have the time to uh, understand their own truth actually who they really are
1: that's right because when you're always in motion when you're always doing something there's no way that you can actually go ahead and stay centered and actually take that moment just that split second just take a deep breath in and bring yourself to that one moment because i can tell you all the stress, all the anxiety, all the worry, all the frustration, all the anger, all the whatever it is that you're feeling, when you do that, it it isn't in that one moment. It isn't. It does not exist in that one moment. And what that one moment to empower yourself is to be, be in that one moment. And how you connect to that one moment, there's many different ways. But I know for myself, how I connect is through the breath. So there's a lot to be said, you know, you know, count to 10 before you open your mouth if you're angry or something, you know, I don't know, whatever it was that people you know, would go around and say. That's because they're asking you to breathe in deeply and just hang on to that breath, relax into that breath and be aware of what it is that you're thinking, that you're feeling, that you're wanting, or what you're needing. And in Mm -hmm. that one moment, all of a sudden, you'll become a different person. So that's one tool, is to become mindful. And the second tool, which you brought up, Matilda, um, was pay attention, is it something you're needing, or is it something that you're wanting? Because when the growth is actually happening, you'll turn to needing. Because the wanting is something which is mechanical, which is some lesson from the past that you keep, you know, it's like eating, I don't know, eating too much sugar. If you grew up with a lot of sugar, you're gonna keep wanting more sugar, wanting more sugar. But if you're mature enough and understanding enough and you're more aware of who you are today, you're gonna say, "Hmm, do I really need that next donut or cupcake or piece (laughs) of cake, right? Yes. So those are two things. Um and I know the next one, you can tell the audience about good self-care. That's another huge way of, you know, really helping them.
0: You know, um, I like to really enjoy with myself. I think once you I mean once you understand yourself or get to know yourself, you know how to bring your mood up. And when I feel down or I feel upset, I always reward myself with the things that I really love. So I'm never, I can never be depressed for a long time because I know what I have to do to bring my emotion, uh, my feelings back up running in a normal way. Um, And how do I know that? I guess just being, I'm an only child, so I guess I've had a lot of time to be with myself al- alone. And you learn, you learn, uh, and I think once you learn how to navigate yourself, you're never afraid. You're never afraid to be alone. Like, Salindran, I can, you can tell me right now, you need to leave and go, I don't know, somewhere in Africa that I've never been. I would never think twice that, oh, I'm alone. I would never be worried because I always have Matilda and I enjoy Matilda. I have fun with Matilda. Also, so that, I mean, I know a lot of, for a lot of people being alone, that can be something uneasy and fearful. But I strongly believe once you get, when once you get to know yourself, once you become your best friend, that automatically removes that fear, automatically gets removed. Also, I like to, when I feel I wanna, one of the ways that I feel like you can show self love to yourself is I like to buy a nice and expensive lotion to, uh, according to my budget and put a nice lotion on my body to show that okay it's not a close nobody's watching no, nobody can see your i mean the lotion that you're putting on so it's only you that you're going to feel this lotion and touch your body and you feel that greatness that grandness in you and uh, realize that you know you really you're really worth it to enjoy this lotion and take care of your body and nurture your body with this amazing Feeling, you know, I think steps like that, Uh, for me, candles, I love to have candles in the house, Uh, have a nice dinner with myself with a candle, Uh, like put a lot of time for decorating my plate before I'm eating. Things like this really gives myself the idea that I'm worth it. I'm loved by myself.
1: That's right. That's right. Because you're setting the standard for yourself. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is who I am. This is what I prefer. This is what I need. This is getting out of that place, which is not serving you. You know, um, it, 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 there's lots of ways to give yourself good self care. And when you're doing, uh, you know, self care, that means your basic needs are taken care of first and foremost, right? That means that, you know, people who actually eat healthy, they have a healthier lifestyle. And of course, you know, if you have proper sleep, that is a huge, huge factor on your well-being, on how you feel, on how, you know, intimate you are and how social you are. Those mm-hmm. things cannot be, uh, cannot be... Um, you know, not looked after because you do only you can look after like, I, I might not need eight hours of sleep. But I'll tell you, most men don't need as much sleep as a female does our body works differently, right? Um, the other couple of things I think that are really, really important. And I know you've touched on them, Matilda, one was setting boundaries, you know, um, you know, you have to set healthy boundaries, You have to say no to work or no to certain activities or uh, no to something which isn't pleasant emotionally or, uh, you know, whatever it is that you're feeling at the time. You have to set those healthy boundaries because without those healthy boundaries, you're actually compromising uh, the love for yourself if you don't have healthy boundaries. No means no and yes means yes and maybe means maybe right? Mm-hmm. And you have to, you have to do that. Um, some of the other things I think that are really, really important that we need to really touch on is forgiveness. You know, forgiveness, uh, forgiving yourself is huge. You know, you have no idea how important forgiveness is. We humans can do so much harm. I mean, who is the most harmful, most, the most critical Person that you know. Who is it? It's yourself.
0: Myself or me. Yeah. <laughs> that's
1: right. That's right. So, why yeah. are we so hard on ourselves? You know, the downside of taking responsibility for our actions is, is really punishing ourselves too much, right? Making mistakes. And then, uh, it, you know, that's that natural process. Why don't you just learn from your mistakes and say, we're here in school, the school of earth. Learn from it, grow, move forward. Um, so unless you go ahead and realize that, you know, there is this human element to all of us, we're all learning at all times, you have to be able to not be so hard on yourself, forgive yourself, forgive yourself for anything that, you know, um, that are mistakes from the past or failures. I think it's important. Forgiveness is a huge thing. And I, 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 I can't stress enough, you know, how important that is. And so healthy boundaries, forgiveness, um, you know, the other thing that I want to touch on is because, you know, I do meditation as you know, on Thursdays Uh on, um, on another channel with a friend a couple of friends of mine and i incorporate meditation with setting intentions now setting intentions is really really huge in my life because you know you'll accept and love yourself more if you actually whatever is happening in your life you know you're living with a purpose and you've actually gone ahead and taken the time to design that purpose so how do you do that? You know, you might want to journal it. You might want to, you know, you, the more that you're actually setting an intention, you're going to be living a more meaningful uh, life and you're making decisions for yourself. That has a lot to do with self-love. You took the time, right?
0: Well, exactly. What about rituals, Selindra? Some people have different rituals. Do you think that's part of it?
1: I, I believe that that is because, you know, I call it intention and many people have said to me, oh, so, you know, and you're describing what I do as positive prayer. We have many different languages for whatever it is that you're doing. But, you know, when you when you say, you know, this is sacred to me, lighting a candle, and I as I'm lighting the candle, it's not just a reflex of take a match or a lighter and just go ahead and light a candle. No, I went, I picked out a particular candle. I put it in a particular location. I light it withholding something near and dear into my heart. For me, for me, and I'm sure because you do the same thing, I light candles with an intention and I say, Mm -hmm. you know, I want to, bring more happiness, health, and harmony into my home. And I light that candle for the well-being of the entire planet and all living beings on it. People might think, you know, I know for for someone like my husband, he says to me, oh, my goodness, you got those candles going on again. It's bothering me. It's bothering (laughs) me. (laughs) But, hey, I'm happy. I'm doing it. And he's not going to stop me. He's not going to stop me. Right? So I, I think it's important to set boundaries, have intentions, have rituals, have, you know, forgiveness. These are all parts of you, parts of self love, self care. We can't say enough. And, you know, I, I just also, being from the yoga background, I'm sorry, Matilda, I have to go back to that. But, you know, yeah. you, you, you spoke about, you know, the cream, you know, uh, you know, Matilda loves that. And, you know, with my understanding of, of my yoga background, you know, any sense that you have, sense actually triggers different parts of your brain. And so when you're lathering yourself up with some oils or some body lotions the smells the essence of those smells they are actually allowing for secretion of these good chemicals into your body which actually yes no one can see but you you can feel you can feel and you can smell and those smells those essence actually are helping you to secrete good feeling Chemicals in your brain, into your body. Of course, you're going to feel like a million bucks. Actually, I don't even want to say that because you're beyond that.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, I want to mention something very interesting. Yes. Um, I I'm sure men might not be interested, but I feel like women have a very interesting connection with moon. Mm. I'm it's been um, I'm a newbie maybe Uh, it's been a year uh, uh, more than a little bit a year that I'm practicing full moon ceremony with myself and honestly this ceremony and nobody's participating it's just I'm having ceremony with my crystals and my candles I'm finding moon even when I was in New York I was trying to find the full moon so I can go underneath and do my ceremony under the sun (laughs) under the moon so Uh, which was a very much hassle to find the moon in New York. But, um, you know, stuff like this really made me excited to be alone with myself. Doesn't matter what party was going on, where I was supposed to be. I was excited to come home, to be alone with myself and have this ceremony with myself. And actually, when I'm looking back through this one year, It made me extra exciting time to be alone with myself. Now everyone can connect with different things, but I feel like an element of nature that uh, can give you a certain time every month that you want to be alone with yourself for that particular uh, event. That can help. I don't know.
1: No, 100%, because, and, and I, can, I can tell you this, that uh, the female the female is actually moon energy, and the, the moon actually is a cooling energy. And of course, it will automatically affect you, and the reason it's affecting you is because the tides, even on the planet Earth, are different when there's a full moon. Mm-hmm. So female energy is the moon energy whereas the sun energy is the male energy and of course the the and and i can take it a step further the the sun energy is all about doing it's all mm. about go 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 and where and and that is masculine whereas the female energy which is the moon it's all about being, and it's all about connection, and it's all about um, paying attention to yourself. And of course, those things all affect us because we are majority of our body is also water, and if the planet can have high tides, well, our bodies are definitely going to be affected. And so, I, I my hats off to you because you again one of the points that we touched on was are you needing to do something or are you wanting to do something? So Mm. wanting would have been you attending your party, but you needed to do what you needed to do because you knew that it was going to feel much better because that's what you do. I think it would be really neat if you wanted to share. I mean, I know for myself, um, full moon, uh, definitely um, full moon or new moon. Uh, you go ahead and you light a candle and have an intention or a prayer and um, and even have some incense in the house if you if you are up to it and i I just like Matilda have crystals uh, some people actually have certain music playing mm-hmm. when it 's full moon, for instance, a lot of people will go for a gong bath i don 't know if you understand what that is, but they will go and have a sound healing bath yeah. And so Matilda, your um, full moon ritual that you do, I don't know if you want to share it or if that's me putting you on, on the edge there for our listeners, but m- it might inspire them if you want to share your routine. Yes. Or-
0: um, well, I, um, first I sage my room mm. and then I put um, uh, salt water. My, I put my crystals in salt water After like half an hour, I take them out, I clean them. And before that, I clean my room as well. So my room is always cleaned uh, for full moon. So I bring positive energy to my room. Uh, I send prayers. I say what I'm thankful for and what I want to accomplish. And then I take, I have a couple of crystals. I take those couple of crystals, my candle and... (laughs) And then lighter I go downstairs and I start finding the full moon, and I start standing uh, underneath and you know um, a maybe writing a journal what i would what my intentions are for for that moment or what i my desires are, or what i'm thankful of me honestly it's always about me what i 'm thankful of me what what have I done right. What I feel about myself, um, and what I feel would I appreciate more in me, for example. And then that's it. And then I'll thank the moon, I thank myself, and then I come up.
1: Beautiful. (laughs) Well done. Anything that makes you feel more connected to your beingness is is a beautiful beautiful opportunity for you to really get to know and love yourself a little bit more just a little bit more just a little bit more and um i I think it's important that you develop that routine or ritual or um sacred uh sacred uh ceremony that you are comfortable with that you are comfortable with and and i certainly I I certainly believe that everyone um, understands for some, it might be just a walk on the beach or walk in nature. Uh, And that's, that's beautiful as well. As long as you're doing something which will bring your connection to you and your breath Mm -hmm. and your beingness. And I think that that is beautiful. And if anyone would like to, um, get a hold of either one of us. Uh, I know for me, um, you can get me uh, get a hold of me at uh, upliftinghumans with a s, uh, upliftinghumans dot You can you know uh, send me a quick email, and uh, definitely I can share my understanding of scents and uh, crystals and uh, other things that we do. And i um, Matilda. It, you know about getting a hold of you. Uh,
0: yeah. So my uh, Instagram. They can get hold of me on Instagram, coffee with Matilda, or coffee with Matilda at gmail.com, and, uh, or Matilda Tavanian on my Facebook. <laughs> but before we go, um, Salindran, let's touch up on uh, one element here. Most of us are in quarantine. And I want, you, I want to take some tips from you. And I'm sure our audience will enjoy it as well. And now that we are recording this, it's in the COVID-19 era. Yes, yes. <laughs> so what do you think we can do? How can we master ourselves? How can we start loving ourselves if we haven't done it before? Do you think this is a good time to start? How we should start it? And um, what are some steps that can help us in this process?
1: Well, it's very much of, uh, you know, exactly what we've spoken about here. I think that it's time for you to step into your body temple 100%. Mm -hmm. And that means that you really have to start to take up something. That means maybe you want to go for a walk in nature by yourself. No cell phone. It could mean a walk along the beach. Water does beautiful healing work, just the sound of water. And I think um, this is a beautiful opportunity also to share that the more sense, your bodily sense that you have into something, the more that you will get out of whatever it is doing. So example, you've got eyesight, you've got hearing, you've got your smell your taste, your touch, and your sixth sense, right? So mm-hmm. you've got five plus the sixth sense. Now, at any given time, if you're using more than one, then you're doubling your chances, right? So for instance, if you walk along the beach, you'll hear the water hit the shore. There's a sound. So now you're not only just seeing it, but you're hearing it. hmm and chances are, mm-hmm. if you're able to, depending on where you are, you can walk in the sand. Now you're feeling it. Now you have three cents. You see? Oh, wow. The more that you're using each of those scents in combination, the, better, um, the the better the outcome, the more chances of that. For instance, I'll give you an example. Someone who does prayers, in many, many parts all over the world, a lot of people do prayers. Why do they do them out loud? The reason they're doing yeah. them out loud is it's not because they can't see what they're reading. So you can read silently, but they're actually seeing and they're hearing. And the third thing they're doing is they're using their tongue, right, by pronouncing. Uh-huh. So they're actually doing, using three senses which actually allow for a deeper understanding. Okay. Oh,
0: wow. Interesting.
1: So, so try to incorporate more than one. So by you using your lotion, you light a candle, then you do your lotion routine. Then you (laughs) do your, you know, you're getting all sorts of different parts of your body in, 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 into loving yourself. Okay. so. That's number one. Number two is, like I said, um, I think you need to let the past go. So remember, pay attention. Are you wanting or are you needing it? Because when you're needing it, that's something new. Mm -hmm. When you're wanting it, you're running a pattern. That's something from the past that you're accustomed to. Okay. Maturity allows that. Forgiveness, non-judgment, having something which allows you to connect because you know what i'll i'll tell you you know the listeners like you explained that they don't really know what they want do you know why they don't really know what they want they've never taken the time to sit down and to really think who am i Mm. what makes me happy what is it that i really enjoy and i'll tell you Anyone that is in a relationship, have children, uh, have in-laws, outlaws, you name it, have more people at them, chances are they've forgotten about themselves. How could you be blessed with this life so precious at this time and not take the opportunity to discover who you are what you love, why you're here, why you walk the way you walk, why you talk the way you talk, and the number one thing, why do you think what you think? Yeah. Right? hmm Once you do that, you're on the road to self-discovery, self-love, self-mastery
0: exactly and i think sarandra if we want to bring meaning to our life if we want to bring value to our life we need to learn how to master ourselves otherwise it's meaningless everything is meaningless
1: life is all about self mastery you are you are you are challenged by things that come and it depends on if you're going to use that opportunity to learn Exactly. Or if you're going to judge yourself and get stuck. The idea is self-mastery. You're in the school of self-mastery, self-discovery, right here, right now. Everything is coming for you. It's not coming at you. Exactly. That's okay. Right? The mm-hmm. universe Very is true. here. The universe is here to support you. But are you here to support yourself? Are you here to support yourself? Are you here to go ahead? Stand up for yourself. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Yes, totally. You know, we're going to have fun. You know, Matilda, we're going to have a beautiful, you know, this fires of relationships is a beautiful, beautiful opportunity to really self-mastery. It really is. Because we're starting off today with self-mastery. Our next episode is Love-Hate Relationships. We Mm -hmm. all have them. I mean, you can have a love-hate relationship with yourself. At one minute, you love yourself. and another minute, you're judging yourself and you can't hate. You hate the way you are with yourself.
0: True. Very true. Mm -hmm.
1: So I think we're going to have a beautiful opportunity in the next episode to really allow for people to come into their own and really start to pay attention to what thoughts am I having? Because from a thought, there's a feeling, there's an action, and then there's your reality, right? Mm -hmm. It all starts with thought. In self-mastery, you're going to discover what thinking, why you're thinking it.
0: And you know what? Maybe if we have a very good self-mastery, we want to betray ourselves. We don't cheat on ourselves. We will uh, stand up for ourselves when it's needed. So I think it's very important. Um, I mean, I think it's the most important lesson we're learning in life. And it's a lifelong uh, challenge for everyone, I think.
1: No? It could be a challenge or it could be a flow. It seems like you and I are kind of in the flow right now. So it's beautiful. <laughs> Right?
0: But
1: yes. Every once in a while, you do have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Let's call it an opportunity. Every once in a while, you get an opportunity to just awaken yourself a little bit more, to understand yourself just a little bit more, to see what ma- brings you joy a little bit more. Exactly. Right? I'm all
0: about that. I'm all about what makes Matilda happy. <laughs> that's right
1: that's right and and rightfully so why do you have to play small who said that you and your big sacrifices in life are going to make you happy
0: exactly no i'm living once i'm here to enjoy and have fun and you know what? my mom gave me birth not to be the mother Teresa. my mom gave me birth not to be the most famous scientist in the world. My mom gave me birth to enjoy this world and have fun and, you know, be good human being and do good as well.
1: That's right. Self-worth is huge. It's huge, right? You're beating yourself up way too much. You're not even awake to know what you want and what you like and what you enjoy because you're too busy doing stuff that you think you need to do. Trust me. If you were to go off the face of the earth tomorrow, the world's going to keep going. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs>
1: right? Don't First. play small. Don't play small. Be your big self. Be your big self. And remember that people treat you the way that you treat yourself.
0: Exactly, people. Listen up. We need to master ourselves so we can have a good, a meaningful, and a valuable, and a grand life. That's the key. Have a grand life.
1: That's right. And on that (laughs) note, we look forward to our next conversation about love-hate relationships. And this episode will come out on the 10th of May. So remember, it's a six-part series, Fires of Relationships with Uplifting Humans, which is a podcast which is here to honor, empower, educate, and inspire the listener.
0: End with Coffee with Matilda, A Journey to Self, which is about self love and self discovery. Till next.
1: Ciao. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank
0: you. Thank you, guys. (laughs)